most of the life or life or growth in the church happens outside of the Sunday gathering. I mean, the Sunday gathering is a very important meeting where there's clear proclamation of the gospel and there's way people gather together to worship together. But most of the life and life where people read God's word together, where there's accountability, most of that happens during the week where people meet for coffee, where I get to see how Black uh, interacts with his wife, with his family and his kids. Most of that stuff happens during the week. Hi everybody, welcome to the Gospel Coalition Africa podcast. Uh, my name is Black and I'm still your host, still here. Um, and we have uh, another special guest. All my guests are special all the time. I'd, I'll probably find a new uh, adjective to describe uh, my guests. Uh, maybe Reggie, you could help us with like new adjectives because you learned, you educated. Emma. Hey. Reggie, please tell us who you are, where you're from. Uh, just tell us a bit about your family, man. Thank you for joining us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, thanks for having me. I am Reginald Lamiki. Uh, I'm married to Mbali, uh, and we have two kids expecting our third uh, yeah. at the end of November. So we have two boys at the moment, uh, and the third one is a boy as well. So it's going to be a busy home. And uh, what else can I say? Uh, I work uh, for a church as a young adult's pastor. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, about yeah. Me. Good, man. Um, where, did you, where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? I yeah. grew up in, in Tembisa, so we are from the same township. Yeah, yeah. Um, spent some time in Kempton Park as well, but mostly in Tembisa. Um, and can you tell us a bit about Tembisa? What was life like there? Um, what, what kind of church did you go to if you went to a church mm. growing up? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, Tembisa is, um, is a township. One of the things that's great about townships is that it's a very communal area. I mean, people just live together. Um, and despite some of the, the, the difficulties that you find in the township, such as poverty, unemployment, I think the communal aspect of the township just gets people to get through that. Mm. Uh, it's one of the things I've loved uh, about growing up in the township where your parents or your family wasn't your only family. I mean, everyone in your street or your neighborhood yeah. was your family. Uh, the next person was your neighbor, was your father. And so you could walk into the next family, hang out there when your parents aren't home uh, until they get back home. So that's what life was like in the township, a very communal area. Uh, as a kid, I went to uh, two churches. One of them is an African Zionist church, and the other is a Methodist church. Um, mm -hmm. I preferred the Methodist church because of the music. <laughs> yeah. I loved the music. Oh, still yeah. love it to this day. Music, I think, is a big part of not just the township culture, but mostly of the, of the black or African culture. Yeah, yeah. Music is something people love. So I went mostly for, for the music. Yeah. I only went to the African Zionist church because that's where my mom went. So I went to church because of my parents yeah. uh, previously. That's cool, man. Um, and I know I haven't introduced our topic, but you've probably picked it up just from the question I asked Reggie. So mm. we want to we wanna engage more about um, the importance of a local church, mm. how, to, how to pick a local church. Uh, there might be people watching this, uh, new Christians or, mm. or, or somebody who's in a church, and, and they probably feel like, yo, man, I'm not supposed to be here, but I just don't know mm. uh, where to find 
the right church, if I should call it that. Um, and so we want to help people navigate those those murky waters because mm. we've both been there. Yeah. Yeah. Where where yeah. you're like, I just, I just need a I need a I need a good church, man, mm. but I just don't know where to find it, you know, mm. uh, or how to even identify one. Like you know a, a bit about what a, a a good local church is supposed to be. But I think we want to kind of give you, um, yeah, at least a, a, a larger scope. Mm. of things to 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 consider mm. Uh, mm. when it comes mm. to uh, going to a local church man so so i think with that said can you can you tell us about your conversion uh when mm. did you get saved when did you meet jesus uh and, and around that time for you how was how was church uh mm. in those early days how did you say yo now i know jesus and that's the church i'm going to like mm. what's the grid that you were mm. thinking through uh in those early days mm. So, I mentioned that uh, as a kid, I went to church for some time. Yeah. Uh, however, about the age of 11, I stopped going to church. Uh, and when I got to varsity, I was invited by a friend to one of the church events that were happening. Yeah. Uh, I got there, and I mean, one of the ways he got me there is very funny, and I'd rather not share it. <laughs> um, <laughs> for everyone's sake. Yeah. But uh, I went to the church event, and... I think that's probably the first time I heard the gospel taught clearly. Um, and from then on, I was invited to a number of other church events. And for, for a period, uh, I was invited to a student ministry that was in the area called, uh, called Focus. And uh, I think in my time there, as I sat in week in, week out, uh, heard the gospel being taught, that's when I clearly, I think I began to understand what it means to, to be a Christian, what it means that uh, God has come to, to deal with my sin so that I can have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And I think then that's when I think the penny dropped. As one guy who was uh, very you'd say foundational in those early days. Uh, His name is Nick. Uh, He spent quite a lot of time discipling me. He met with me weekly, just uh, reading the Bible with me. And I think more and more as I sat down with him, I think it became clear, very clear to me how uh, I was in desperate need of a savior and uh, how how, uh, God had actually availed a way for me to be saved. And I mean, it just, so it took, a, it took a period of time. There wasn't a particular day or um, uh, you'd say a moment that I, I, I then said, okay, I'm now a Christian, but uh, took, it took some time. And uh, I'll say my conversion happened within a process of perhaps a year. Yeah. Um, and my view of church then was more of a consumer, uh, that kind of idea sure. that I'm walking into, almost walking into a food court. And I'm looking around <laughs> and I'm thinking, Okay, what, I, I think I like what they have. What do I like, like about this? Yeah, yeah, what do I like here? <laughs> this, this, this guy's, their menu seems to have a couple of things that I like. Uh, yeah, what yeah. do they have? Yeah. I like the music. Yeah. Or I like the way this pastor teaches. Uh, I like, so it was different kind of things that I looked at, looked yeah. for for the church. None of them which were, you would say, uh, foundational. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it was just that. I was a consumer. I went in. It was about how this church could please me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, was that? And how, how did how how long did that uh, continue? And and what changed? If anything changed? Mm, yeah. If anything changed, that's, yeah. a, that's a good question. 
Um, so within that process of a year, uh, the guy who met with me and discipled me yeah. uh, gave me a very, very good book. It's a book called uh, What is a Healthy Church Member? It's a nine marks book by uh, Tabiti Anyangbilwe, if I'm pronouncing his yeah, surname yeah, yeah, correctly. You, you, you killed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's a brilliant book. Uh, the book just points out what, what it looks like to be to be a part of the body of Christ. So as Christians, uh, when you become when you when you you when you become saved, uh, mm. you're not just in isolation. You're not just uh, a solo Christian who's walking around alone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at, at, at the church that I presently work at, uh, we refer to ourselves as a redeemed family of servants and mission. Yeah. So I think that book gave me a clear understanding of what it means to be part of a family, mm. that you're part of the body of Christ, and that perhaps as a hand or an eye you work together with the rest of the body yeah, yeah. and just serving others and then being on mission with others sure. uh, as being part of that body. So it got me to think clearly about a number of things. I actually wrote a few down and I'll just point them out. Sure. Um, I think from the book I picked out that uh, if you are part of a body, mm -hmm. you need to have a concern for the other members of the body. Sure. You need to have a, a concern for their spiritual growth. And I think for the most time I thought, amen. Oh, I'm a consumer. I'm coming here. Yeah. You're making me happy. You guys should care for me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm just here yeah. for you guys to, to take care of me. It's yeah. a performance. Yeah. But I think uh, when, I, when I clearly got that, then uh, I began to have a concern for others, as the book points out. And as well, uh, you, the book got me to understand that you need to have a concern for right or biblical teaching. Yes, yes. Um, I don't think any of the churches I'd gone to previously, teaching was one of the main things I cared about. Yeah. Uh, it was mostly music. And, and just the, the aesthetics in the church, yeah, how the yeah. church looks like. Yeah, yeah, sure. uh, so none of those things were really a priority. Uh, the teaching of God's word wasn't a priority, but sure. uh, I think the book really got me to realize that if you are part of the body of Christ, you will care about... Uh, proper gospel teaching uh, that the gospel is taught clearly mm. not mm. only for your own benefit yeah but because uh, there are others who need to hear the very same gospel yeah, that yeah. you have been taught so that and that you need you need to think clearly about being a part of a church that has a concern yeah. for the community serving the community reaching out to your neighbors and to your friends as well sure. and family and I think uh, the reason why I became part of the church that I am that I am a part of right now is because I saw those things. Yeah, yeah. That you see, there is a concern from others, not just the pastor. Yeah, yeah. There's a concern for the spiritual growth of others, uh, and that there's also just this understanding that we we need to contend for the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you find that there's a, a a heart to serve the community and to also reach out to others. Sure. So I think ultimately it is those things that got me to understand what it means to be a healthy church member, what it means to be part of the body. Sure. Yeah. That's good, man. Um, the term local church gets thrown around quite yeah. a lot. I, yeah. um, and obviously just from what you described, would you say everything you described sums up what a local church is or is there more to that, to yeah. that term? Because I know like, I had a conversation with somebody a while back uh, and they got frustrated that I kept on using the term local church. Uh, uh. Uh, and I mean, it was for other reasons. But then it got me, got me thinking. I'm like, do people actually even understand what we mean when we speak of 
a local church. Mm. Um, can, can you can you elaborate for us what what a local church is? Mm. Um, is it part is it part of what you've just described to us? Yeah, um, yeah. Is there more to it? Yeah. So I think it is part of what uh, we've just spoken about now, yeah. uh, and <clears throat> so I think it's helpful when you think of the of the church that you're able to see. I think in the scriptures as well, the distinction between the universal or Catholic church and yes. the local church as well. Yeah, yeah. And that when the Bible refers to the body of Christ, it's either referring to both or a local church or the universal church. Yeah, yeah. So very often people will say, oh yeah, yeah, of course I'm part of the body of Christ. I'm part of the universal yes. church with yes. the capital C. Yes. But they'll be moving around different churches mm. or they'll be part of a church that is... Now, I'll be very careful with this. Yeah. A church that is probably 30 k's away from where they are, they their neighborhood, yeah, yeah. where they live. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you speak of local church, uh, I think we need to realize that there is that. So there is the universal church yes. and there is the local church. And you need to be thinking about a church that's in your, perhaps in your proximity, yes. that, that teaches the gospel. Um, and I think the... The reason why one needs to think about these things is it's because the church isn't just there for you. Yes. But the I mean, if you look through the scriptures, Ephesians three ten, uh, the church, God's intent is that through the church, the manifold His manifold wisdom would be revealed, mm, mm, uh, mm. and that's that's to everyone. Sure. It would be shown, and the way that it would be shown is through the local church. Yeah. Um, so being part of a local church would then help. So if I have a neighbor who stands right next to me because they're my neighbor. Yeah. If I invite them to church, hey, man, come through to my church and sit. If it's a local church that's close by, then they're able to come through yeah, and yeah. become part of that body there. Yeah, yeah. And for you as an individual, it makes it harder to become part of a church where you are serving, where you are being missional if the church isn't in, in the community. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, sure. so I think... Um, I think one needs to think about, yeah, we're part of the universal church, yes. but you, you also need to think about a local church that you're part of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, believers that you're gathering with uh, weekly, regularly, mm. and not just on a Sunday, Yes. but people that you're yes. doing life with yes. uh, during the week. How, how important is that? Because, like, uh-huh. I mean, when we speak about the geography of the church, uh-huh. so you, you stay probably like 5Ks, 2Ks away from the church. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and part of the reason for that is so you can do life yeah. every other day. How, how yeah. important is that uh, for, for a believer who, who knows that they're not just going to church to consume, mm, mm. but they're also, they're also going to serve? How, how important is that weekly activity, a weekly life? So it helps to be part of a, of a local church because, especially if, as a member of the local church, because what you... Most of the life or life or growth in the church happens outside of the Sunday gathering. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Sunday gathering is a very important meeting where there's clear proclamation of the gospel and there's where people gather together to mm. worship together. But most of the life on life where people read God's word together, where there's accountability, most of that happens during the week where people yeah. meet for coffee, where I get to see how Black uh, interacts with his wife, yeah, his yeah. family, sure. and his kids. Most of that stuff happens during the week. Yeah. And I, very often I think people, we downplay how that's actually a particular grace that God gives us mm. uh, sure. to be able to understand not simply 
the gospel about how his church works. So a lot of the life on life of growth happens during the week. Um, and at, at our church, uh, we, we emphasize the importance of, of, of everyone who becomes uh, part of the church mm. to be part of a life group. So, sure. Because that's where growth happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we want everyone to be part of a local, uh, life group or to be part of any of our, of our weekly or midweek meetings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to see... If you want to see where really where the, the one another that uh, Paul over and over points out in the scriptures, where sure. they happen, sure. that's where you find it. Sure. Uh, where you love one another, where you bear with one yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Well, this gospel is put to the test. That's where, yeah, that's, that's where your faith in the gospel is put to the test. Yeah, yeah. That's where it happens. Sure. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd encourage anyone, if you are part of a church where that is not the emphasis, yeah. uh, consider uh, coming... Speaking to perhaps some of the leaders in the church and mm. asking how perhaps that could be something that is now included yeah, in yeah. the church. Um, or even considering finding a church where that is prioritized. Because a church that prioritizes that prioritizes your growth. Sure. Um, sure. And one's personal growth as well is, 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 is very important to the rest of the body. Yes. Uh, I think that's something we often don't talk about. And uh, as someone as an individual, you don't think being part of a, a life group or being part of a midweek meeting mm. is important. But, but when one part of the body, uh, the hand, uh, sure. is ailing or hurts, it affects the rest of the body. Yeah, yeah. So when one Christian really isn't as committed to not only to God but to others, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it really does affect the rest of the body. So yeah, yeah. I think it's worthwhile for us to consider how do I commit myself not only to God but commit myself to others as well. Because, sure. I mean, the scriptures, you read Romans 12. Romans 12 is quite clearly yeah, yeah. about that. That, that. That's it. Yeah. We need to have a commitment to God and a commitment to, to towards other. others as well. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. Um, and, and just before we get to the end, there's terms you used, like universal church or the Catholic church. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's probably worth elaborating on those terms. Yeah, uh, so yeah. As we speak about the local church and we explain what that is, but it's obviously in the backdrop of the... Yeah. The universal church. Other people know a particular church called the universal church. Yeah. Other people know Catholic churches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you use those terms to describe yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Christian church uh, universally. Mm. So, so would you care to explain um, what those terms actually mean? Yeah. Mm, mm. So as we said a bit earlier, when Paul uses that phrase, the body of Christ, he he uses to refer to either the local church or the universal church. Yes. Now, the universal church is Christians all over the world globally. Yeah. Anyone who's decided to put their faith in yeah. Jesus, Christians who gather in different places. But when we see the, when we read through the scriptures, what we pick up is Paul writes to particular churches, yeah. whether it is the church in Rome or the church, the church in Philippi, the yeah. church in Thessalonica. So there is the universal church, but there are also yeah. local churches. Yeah. And those local churches have particular needs that Paul writes to to sure. address those particular needs. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that Paul calls them to not only commit to the church globally, but the yeah. church locally. Yeah, yeah. And I think we do need to almost uh, think globally about the church, but, it, but be involved locally as well yeah. and, and just get stuck in. Yeah, yeah. So I think when you say local church, you, we are referring to the church in your region. Sure. Um, so yeah, That's I think good. you probably 
have yeah. some points as well to point uh, out. Oh yeah, I think I think it's that. Yeah, because I remember the first time I heard that as well. I was like, Yo, what Universal mm. Church? I thought that was like a particular denomination. Or mm. you know what mm. I mean? But it's like no, it's it's the it's the global church. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I think it is a it's a beautiful thing uh, mm. to know that I'm connected to other Christians in the world. True. That the the the, the local family I have is part of a, a global family, mm. Um, mm. and 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 it's just not us wherever we are in isolation, I mean, in isolation yeah. but mm. but god is concerned and is actually doing bigger things with mm. other christians mm. everywhere else in the world and so it doesn't matter where i go mm. uh, i could be in uganda i could be in zambia i could be mm. in mozambique mm. uh, and i'll mm. still have brothers and sisters there yeah uh, they, they we might not be from the same local ge- geography mm. but but globally uh, we we are brothers and sisters mm. Um, so I think I think that's that's a beautiful thing to know. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's also a great encouragement when you go to one of those areas yeah. and you find Christians who hold to the gospel in the same way that you yeah. do, yeah. who are as passionate about reaching out to others. Yeah. It's a great encouragement for you when you come back home yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. To yeah. know that say actually we we, we this is this isn't is this this isn't some joke or yeah yeah sure we we're not just crazy here yeah we're not just crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but like God is doing something God great. is moving by yeah, spirit elsewhere yeah, yeah sure that's that's cool man um and, and lastly you've been involved in a church plant yeah um what are some of the like valuable lessons you learned uh just the experiences you got from being part of planting mm. a church mm. um, and I think just to close it off if somebody is out there saying okay I've, I've heard everything you've you've spoken about okay I, I like that I like that and these are the things I'm going to use uh, to to try and find a local church um, can, can, can you like just put it all in a box for us uh, mm. so as mm. you think of your experience uh, being involved in, in part of a, a local church what can you say here's, here's a package take that mm. away if mm. you're watching mm. this um, if you're considering finding mm. a local church, you might be a new believer um, or you might be somebody who's, who's been having those conversations with your leadership, like, yo, we need to have weekly meetings and they're like, nah. Mm. And you're like, okay, cool, I think I need to, I need to bounce mm. uh, because I, I really want to grow, I really want to serve, and mm. I really want to put this gospel to the test, you know, like put the, uh, the rubber to, to, to the road. Um, mm. So... So, yeah, what, what would you say to, to somebody like that? Um. First, let's uh, speak about uh, my experience with the uh, church plant. Yeah. Uh, so the church plant was in the neighborhood uh, I, I grew up in, in Tembisa. So it's, uh, I mean, both and I both have a great passion for, for the area. Yeah. Uh, and uh, our hope is that God would eventually send us back there yeah. to do our work there. Um, Lots of things we, we learned about the area. First, uh, that to, to be able to effectively uh, share the gospel and evangelize to the community, you need to have a, almost a clear understanding of the community. Mm. Um, I think both of us had left the community for a while. Uh, and I think one of, one of the things I learned that is actually there's a lot more studying of the people who stay there yeah. what are the particular things that they're interested in because yeah. those kind of things almost open give you a door or opportunities to be able to share the gospel with them yeah. or give you ideas on how as a church you could be able to reach out to them sure so i think uh there were great lessons learned uh and uh the hope is to eventually go back yeah, yeah. uh having studied the area a little bit better and understood the people to, to be able to reach out to them effectively. Yeah. Um, the kind of things to look out for, definitely um, 
one a clear gospel or Bible teaching church. Sure. Uh, that, that, that is one of the foundational things. Not simply now clear gospel proclamation on a Sunday and even on your weekly meetings. Yeah. And none of these need to be formal in any sense. Sure. Uh, it could be informal meetings with other believers. So a church that prioritizes that, that prioritizes the growth of, uh, of, the, of the Christians in the church. So a church that is, um, that is looking to grow upward. Yeah, uh, sure. Grow towards, towards Christ. Yeah. To understand more and more what, uh, Jesus. what Jesus is saying. Sure. So a church that listens uh, to, to, to the word of God. And two, I think, um, look for a church where uh, there's a desire to, to, to serve and reach out to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, a lot of churches are almost inward looking. Yeah. It's about us and our kingdom, what we can build here. Yeah. And uh, so I think look for a church that is really passionate about reaching out to, to, to the marginalized, to those who those who have been heard the gospel. Yep. Um, I, th- I think look for a church that is, that is really concerned about that. Um, and, I mean, if you find a church that's got great gospel music, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great if you find that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so great gospel teaching and great community as well yeah. and wanting to reach out to others. Yeah, yeah. Those are the number of things I could point out. Sure. Uh, anything else, perhaps you um, could add? Yeah, so I, I think I, w- I would agree uh, with everything you said. I'd just throw a caution because um, mm. other people might even use this as a license to leave their church. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, we, we heard this cool podcast, whatever, and plus I'm frustrated with my church. I'm yeah. Leave. Uh, in, in no way, and I think you can add to this, but yeah. in no way are we saying just leave your church because yeah. you, you, you feel like, well, like I'm just bored of this stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like any anywhere you go, you'll never find a perfect church. True. Um, I, I I I was listening to to a, a podcast a while back, a while back, very while back, and 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 one thing the guy said was, if you if you think there's a problem in your church, go look in the mirror. Uh, yeah, that's that's the problem with your church. Yeah. The fact that you're there, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And I was like, oh smack, yeah, I'm I'm a broken sinner, and when I come into a into a church, I, I bring all of that uh, with me, mm. and, and so obviously, uh, I, I would affect uh, the culture of the church, the way the church is in some way because. Obviously, I come in with with a lot of stuff, and people are coming in as well. So, so it's it's, it's a bunch of sinners in, yeah. in one space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Clashes yeah. will happen, whatever the deal may be. Um, so, I think if there's no, if any of the things that Reggie mentioned um, uh, um, are, are not are not pressing matters, I don't think there's a reason mm. for you to leave your church. Mm. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, just because you're bored or or just because the music sucks or whatever, yeah. I don't think those are good reasons yeah. for you to leave your church. I think if if they if they're not teaching about Jesus, right? Because um, I've heard people say, "No, my church is a Bible teaching church," and what they mean is that we open the Bible. Yeah. But we actually open the Bible just to reference uh, what we actually want to say. You uh, know what I mean? So we're reading our agenda into the Bible true. and not letting the Bible set the agenda for for our church. Uh, so so I'm saying when we when we say a Bible teaching church is yo the the, the scriptures are the final authority. Yeah. The scriptures govern that the agenda of, of the, the church, the culture of the church, the, the model of the church, the philosophy of the church, mm, whatever the, mm, the deal mm. may be, the scriptures govern that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's not like the scriptures are just the other thing that we do just because we're Christians. Yeah, true. Um, so, so I would just throw that caution. Don't, 
we're not saying leave your church yeah. just because you're bored, right? Yeah. Uh, but this might be a helpful thing for you to say, oh, cool, let's actually start having serious conversations mm, with mm, the leadership because mm, mm. the stuff that you guys have spoken about, mm. I do not see at yeah, your church. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I don't know if you'd add anything so, to that. So I'd really recommend uh, getting this book, um, What a Healthy Church Member Is. Uh, I think that's the title. Tabiti Anyang Bilwe. Um the book you'd spend mostly around 120 or 150 yeah and it's a it's a short read uh, i think if you are really concerned about the church that you are in and you'd really like your church to show these kind of marks the guys from nine marks have like written beautiful stuff about what the church is and what the church should look like so you can go to their website as well and check that out but i think if you get that book then that book would really encourage you in the particular church that you're in to start having those kind of conversations. Because yeah. it, it'll, it'll help you to be more clear yeah, yeah. on how you can share these concerns with your, with your pastor sure. or to think clearly about the kind of church that you want to be part of. Sure. Yeah. That's good, man. Thank you so much, Reggie. Um, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, please pardon all the planes that were flying. Uh, I don't know why there's so many planes <laughs> flying around tonight, uh, today rather. Uh, but yeah, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for watching this. Uh, do listen to all the other podcasts um, and, and subscribe. Subscribe to our channel uh, for our podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, do follow the Gospel Coalition Africa for, for, for articles, for, for many resources that are on the website um, and, and recommend uh, all of these. To, to people in your circles, in your churches, in your family, uh, to kind of have good conversations around around the things of, 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 of the, the Lord. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, and yeah, follow us on all our social media, as I said. We out. Grace and peace. Thank you.